Hello, and today we are delighted to be speaking with Nyla Khan, Head of School at Southgate South Dover Partnership. Nyla has 25 years of experience in pastoral work in various schools throughout London, including heading up a behaviour unit for 11 years. Nyla is a qualified psychotherapist and CBT trained. This passion for helping children who struggle with behaviour management has led Nyla to establish her own business, providing tailored support and guidance for young people and their families. We are speaking with Nyla today. She has recently published an educational handbook titled I May Have, an educational handbook to support children and young people. Welcome, Nyla. Thank you, Claire. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you so much for um, for talking to us today. So I wanted to start and ask you, what compelled you to write this handbook? So for me, um, writing the handbook came from a really personal place. Um, I used to run, as you said, a behaviour unit in, within a mainstream school. Um, they had a bit of a reshuffle and I went back into mainstream teaching because um, I didn't really struggle with behaviour management and the school was quite a difficult school, so we had quite difficult classes. I found that because the behaviour management was sound, um, I saw students still struggling to access the curriculum. They weren't making the progress I thought that they should be making. Mm. And I was really concerned about why that, this was happening. So with certain students, I went to see the SENCO and I spoke to the SENCO and said, you know, what, what's going on, you know, what things can I do to um, help these students access the curriculum? And the SENCO said, you know, rightly so, you know, fill in a referral form, you know, write down what you have done, tell us the characteristics, what's going on, what are you seeing? And I thought, okay, I can do that. As a classroom teacher, you know, you have many classes um, and I'm, I'm an RE teacher, so I have one lesson a week. So there are lots of classes mm. filling in the referral forms you know doing all of those it took too long for me and it was like okay what can I do now to help these students in my class so I did a bit of research and looked it up you know kind of um looked at strategies you know oh I think they've got this so let me um put this into place and I saw that the students then started to love learning again you know not all of them but you know they were coming on board they were making some progress and I kept looking around and I thought, oh my God, there's a gap in the market. There isn't something that you can just pick up, simple, look at, have some strategies. Yes, not all of them will work all of the time, but there will be something there. Um, so I thought, right, I'm gonna write it and try and make it easier for people. It was sort of a labor of labor of love, but you know, once I'd done it, I thought, you know, this is easy for people to just access, pick it up, have a look. There's some strategies there. Let's use them and see how um, well we can do for our students. You could also speak up for the students then. You know, they had a reason why they were doing what they were doing, why they were behaving the way they were behaving. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could go out there with the with, within your teams and say, well, actually, have you tried this? This is why the child is masking. This is why the student is doing what they're doing, why they're not making progress. Um, so it was all of those things and seeing what was working that made me think, right, actually, this is what I need to do for write a booklet to help others. Yeah, and a fantastic resource. Um, I think that when I when I first saw this, I thought when I was an early career teacher, something like this would have been so useful in in day to day practice, rather than having to kind of go through a system and try to pick up those strategies as you can and add them to your tool belt. Here is a 
pre-packed kind of selection of these different strategies that that people can use um so how what is the best way then for educators to kind of use this booklet what i would say is the first thing i think that they need to do is familiarize themselves with it so they need to read it. It's an easy read. It's not, you know, kind of um, copious, copious notes or anything. So mm -hmm. it's an easy read. And whilst they're reading it, what they will find is that they'll identify the students that fit into these categories and, you know, kind of think, oh, God, that's why this pupil is behaving the way they're behaving. This is why this pupil isn't accessing. And then from reading the booklet, I think what they need to do is identify the sections that apply to their students. You know, not everything in the booklet will apply to everybody that you teach. So to identify those sections and then keep a log. You'll know, Claire, that actually, you know, two students can have exactly the same thing and strategies will work for one and not the other. So it's really, really important that they actually keep a log and say, right, this worked, this didn't work, but, you know, this could work with someone else. And not to just sort one size fits all, because they don't. It doesn't fit, you know. Every child is unique and, you know, you have to keep working on the strategies. I also think that they should use the booklet as a guide, you know, when, you know, they're finding something difficult um, and the challenges um, that are coming forward, you know, kind of they can pick it up, have a look and see if there's anything that can help them within that booklet. Um, they need to adapt some of the strategies. Not all of the strategies are there. If they actually find something is working, add to it, you know, add to the part where it says strategies so that actually, you know, you're actually building up, you know, like you said, your tool belt and, mm. you know, um, and then they have more strategies in, in, in that they can use. Um, they have to remember that every child is unique, you know, and even if something works today but doesn't work tomorrow, that's fine. You need to keep adapting your practice to make sure that the child is achieving or receiving what they actually need. Um, share it with your colleagues, whether you're in your pastoral team, whether you're in your curriculum team, because there will be other people teaching or supporting the student. Mm -hmm. So share the good practice, you know, share the fact that actually this didn't work. So people aren't reinventing the wheel all the time. And actually who's benefiting, the whole class benefits at the end of the day. It's not just the student because everybody is learning. And, you know, you also benefit because you're not firefighting anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, share what's going well, share what's not going well. Um, they can do insets around it. You know, you could have, you know you could have a group of refugees that have come into the school you know in the booklet there is a section about how to work with refugee children someone could run an inset there's your starting point from the booklet you know you can use that you can build on it mm -hmm. um, um you can share the resources with everyone that these things will be really useful to try with um with the students pastoral team meaning i've been i've worked in pastoral as you said for over 25 years making individual education plans for students, you know, setting targets with students. But now you've got something there that is quite concrete that, okay, a child is, say, dyspraxic or, you know, dyslexic. Actually, the targets I'm going to set them apply to what they have, you know. So you're making them smarter. You're making them more individualised to the student. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing I would say is involve parents. You know, you have to all work together if you want the best for the student. You all have to be singing from the same hymn sheet because children, students, young people, they will mask to try and get out of things. Not because, you know, people think, oh, they can't do it or whatever. They're worried themselves that they're not actually 
doing as well as their peers are doing or you know they know there's a problem but they don't know what the problem is so involve everybody in the process you know build a team around the child using the booklet excellent some sage advice absolutely about maintaining that consistency sharing that um sharing those strategies that work and that don't work with other educators and um and kind of building on that in your approach to to help all students in your class and to help all educators who are teaching those classes um yeah fantastic advice so you touched a little bit on parents there um how might educators use this handbook then to collaborate with parents well, initially, what I would say, the first thing that I think is really important is to work with them. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, making them part of the process, you know, discussing what your concerns are about their child, your student, you know, and, you know, working together, collaborating with them. Because I really do believe that who knows a child better than their family or their carers, you know, um, give them access to them booklet show them what you're doing you know or point them in the direction where they can get the booklet if they want to get the booklet when you're all working together you have more of a chance of having a a greater impact on the student I've always believed in that triangle that you know student home family work together and if anything goes amiss you know the triangle breaks down mm -hmm. so to keep that solid triangle it's really really important that you work together you have to understand that parents and carers get really worried knowing that their child might have something that is different or is struggling. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they come out fighting, you know, because they want to protect their child. Mm -hmm. So whatever you do, you have to take an empathetic approach. You know, you have to understand that, you know, they're not doing it to be difficult. They're doing it because they care about their child. Mm -hmm. They, as as do you, you know, so it, it shouldn't be a conflict. You know, whatever you do, you should do together. You know, you should find a way of working together to um, achieve what both of your goals are for the student, for the young adult person to be doing well. Um, make make positive relationships with them. Um, most schools do, you know, it, it's, mm -hmm. it's not that difficult. When you include them, they feel valued, they feel appreciated, and they will, they will do what they can as well. Um, share, as I said, share the strategies, make, you know, ask if they'd want to do the same thing at home, you know, so you're all singing from the same hymn sheet so the mm -hmm. student knows actually home and school are working together I can't really get away with anything um run sessions for parents you know if there are students that you know maybe you've got a group of students that are all on the spectrum sometimes parents don't know what to do you know you could run a few sessions in school and say look these are the things that we're doing these are the strategies you know these are the characteristics that you know your child is portraying you know this is what we're going to use to help them um and sort of involve them in that keep your lines of communication open you know it's not like you talk to them once and then it's done mm -hmm. you know you've got to go back and say has this worked for you how how are they progressing are they doing well do you have any other strategies that have worked for you mm -hmm. again add it to the booklet um provide them with updates how you're doing in school you know address the concerns you know, um, they're not going to go away just because you've used the booklet, you know, you, you, there will be other concerns that come up um, and you've got to work on it together, involve them in the individual education plans, um, invite them in, as I said, invite them in, talk to them. Pastoral teams can do a lot with parents. Mm -hmm. And um, I think when parents see that you're doing what you're doing, when the students see what you're doing, what you're doing, you know, they feel valued, you know, and when they feel valued, 
they will do what they can to support you in any situation. Mm -hmm. And I think, at, you know, working together, you will see that the students will progress and they will achieve to the best of their ability, you know. And the other thing I think is when you involve parents and when you involve the students, the stigma that is sometimes attached to having some of these conditions with different communities, it, it, you slightly reduce that stigma. You can't take it away completely, but the more they talk about it, the more it normalizes it for them. And they, and they can see that actually my child can achieve you know, my child can do well, my mm. child will do well. Mm. And it's those positives that we need to kind of um, focus on, you know. But I think sharing the strategies, you know, being able to say, well, I'm doing it this way, you do it the same way, let's get together in a while and see how it's worked. Yeah. So that, that's how I would um, yeah. kind of work with the parents. Again, yeah. some fantastic insights that you've just given. I think um, that idea of sharing what you're doing as a, as a, classroom teacher as a pastoral support and also then that collaboration with parents what are you doing that potentially yes. we could do to to help that that student yeah I think we're so delighted to be able to kind of share this resource because I think it's it's incredibly valuable for for all of our members um thank you so much for your time Nyla um, we are delighted to offer our ISN members a 10% discount on this handbook um, with the discount code ISN discount 10. Um, and there is a preview as well of some of these materials so you can see you can have a flavour of what's in the booklet and how useful this is.